Football represents something we are. Something we are. Football is like life. You gotta push. Fantasy football is about proving that you are better than your friends. Hold up. Welcome to the BS Fantasy Podcast. Let the games begin. Welcome into the bomb shelter. That's Banky. I'm Surstins. Together we are BS Fantasy. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BSFantasyFB. Shoot us your comments, emails, BSFantasyFB at gmail.com. And check out our website, BSFantasy.com. I believe, Bank, you just threw up another article on there today. Yep. The value of fantasy football. Check the, it out. There's the, good There's good life advice in there, too. I'm looking, I need to read that myself. Yeah, do it. Do um, it. What's that from? Do it. Just do it. Do it. Uh... I, don't know. I feel do like that's Ben Stiller that There's says a, that. Yeah, that do one it. is Ben Stiller. But do it is like a uh, phrase that's, I mean, you have the Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And he's like flexing and like. <laughs> like he went a little off the rails yeah, there. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah. And then uh, you have the, the Star Wars reference, you know, when the, the, the Chancellor is encouraging Anakin to cut off, you know, Dooku's head and he's, do it. <laughs> and then he does. That's about as good as Zamper voice I can do. <laughs> That's funny. Pardon me that it's um you know I'm doing a f- a fantasy football podcast, not a a mimicking podcast. So anyway, you got a review for us? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the do it one was from Starsky and Hutch. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what my computer tells me. So yes, five star review. Shout out to I am Twinkies. <laughs> this person says these two guys know what they're talking about. You can tell they do their homework to give your fantasy team the best shot at a coveted championship title. Thank you, I am Twinkies. I I would actually really like to know. I am Twinkies. Would you come forward and I just want to know more about you. I had a deep fried Twinkie a couple years ago at those a fair. Are, those are low key really good. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, my wife was not a fan when I ordered it, but it tasted delicious. Did so. she have some? No, definitely not. Oh. Well, how she just wasn't a fan of you eating it? Yeah. She's like, Cause it's she's, so unhealthy. She's worried about your health? Yeah. Yeah, I always tell my wife that she can uh, kiss my rear end when she tries to tell me <laughs> what to eat. Or I'm sure that goes over really well. It does. She always, you know, she laughs it off and <laughs> then doesn't tell me what to eat for about a week. Twenty or minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Eat what you want, people. Yeah, you. That's do my you. life advice. You do you. Yeah. Do whatever makes you happy. If it's f- if it's food, it you know eat the food. We're only here for a short amount of time. This is good. You came here for fantasy advice. We're giving you life advice, too. And honestly, have you seen a 100-year-old person? Do any of them look that ecstatic about still being around? Uh, No. Exactly. <laughs> Just eat and die at 70. Right? <laughs> what do we have on the menu today since we're talking about food? Uh, that's a good... I like that segue. Thanks. Uh, we'll get into some injuries... Uh, some players that are returning either from injury or from suspension and uh, talk about some week five bold starts of the week. I like it. Week five. Uh, You want to get going on injuries? Sure. What do you got? I will kick it off with uh, a hockey 
Styles substitution for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Marlon Mack, out. T.Y. Hilton, out. Jack Doyle, out. Bring in the subs. Come off the bench. Come yeah, on down. It's, it's bad. Are, do you like anybody there? I mean, Hines. Ducks fly together. Flying <laughs> V. <laughs> yeah, I I do like the position that Hines is in this week. Quack. Quack. <laughs> Quack. Just because uh, he gets a decent amount of targets anyways. But, I mean, especially last week when T.Y. was out, uh, Hines came in. Had nine catches, 63 yards, and two, two touchdowns. Two scores, right? Yeah. Yep. On 11 targets. So, I mean, you got to go where the where the opportunity and volume is. And with that hockey sub, that, you know, that first line coming off and the second line coming in, I like the position that Hines is in a lot. Uh, how do you feel about Grant? Yeah, he definitely gets a boost too. Ryan Grant, uh, receiver for the Colts. I think his, his stock goes up. I think he's a... Um, Wide receiver three flex. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, injury I'm uh, personally invested in is Devontae Adams dealing with a calf injury. Uh, what do you make of that? And to go along it, with that, right now uh, we don't know the status on Randall Cobb it's or yeah. uh, Geronimo, Geronimo Allison, Allison with the, the concussion. Right. Is that going to be another hockey style sub where they just bring these three guys out and throw? I th- what? Uh, let's see, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Jamon Moore, and I'm going to butcher this. Equanimous Saint Brown. Equan. I'm sorry, Mister Saint Brown. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to begin to say that name. <laughs> That's all right. That's <laughs> I. I don't know how to say it. Equanimous. Is that? That's a stupid. Is that like name. a? Is that like an Egyptian god? Like a pharaoh? Yeah, I swear. Uh, that actually, I don't think so. I, are you gonna look that up? Yeah. Okay, because I was going to. If you weren't, um, I don't know. I, I. Do you think Devontae Adams, do you think this is serious? Do you think he's... No, I, I think he'll play. I okay. think the the ones that you really have to be concerned about are Allison and Cobb. Right. And if those two are out, uh, picking up Valdez Scantling, that's a name I never thought I would say this season. Right. Um, maybe picking him up and streaming him because uh, the Packers have a favorable matchup against the Detroit Lions. So yeah, and it's Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah, shown that he can make even the lowliest of of names at the receiver look legit. So yeah, worth a shot if you're pretty desperate, though. I I, I would ha- have to be really desperate to rely on any of those three rookies. Yes, you. I mean, we're digging deep here, and that's what we're kind of gonna talk about in bold starts. We're going. We're going beneath the surface. We're going diving. We're digging for some gold down there. I like it. I like gold. I haven't found any yet, but <laughs> if I ever do, I'll be ecstatic about it. Well, aren't we all looking for gold? Yeah. Whether it's money or something in life. Um, I I, I did strike gold with my wife, though, and I have a really cute baby. Uh, I was going to say, con- like metaphoric- congrats on the kid. Metaphorical gold. <laughs> I have a pretty baby girl, and... 
uh, a beautiful wife, so that's great, and she puts up with me. Yeah, that that is that's see that's the gold we can all get. I behind. got the I got the new Forerunner. I mean, life's gold right now for me, so it's looking good. Yeah, screw real gold. I don't need you. Yeah, f you, money. That's ju- yeah. That's just like re- reverse psychology. Maybe the gold will hear, <laughs> and then it'll come to come you. Come to me. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Anyway, uh, Inch- Dal- Dalvin. C- oh, did you want to oh, go? No, go ahead. Dalvin Cook did not practice again. Uh, this is concerning. That hamstring. Do you think this is related to his 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 uh, knee surgery in the off season at all? No, I think this is something different. Which well, that's that's good. Is but that not good at the same or time bad? I, I I mean, I could see either way on that one. Hamstrings. I mean, uh, on Monday he you know spoke to the media, said he wasn't at a hundred percent. I think everybody knows that after that ten carry twenty yard performance last week um he was on a pitch count uh i don't know um i believe in his talent uh i think you should try and go get him if you've got a uh an owner that's a little skittish right now it's a good idea yeah so for the for the Bengals, it looks like joe mixon is going to return and actually uh giovanni bernard was a did not practice on wednesday that's a knee knee injury too right yep so if you got joe mixon all uh, systems go yeah fire him up he's in a he's in a good matchup this week against i'm trying to oh it's the uh the dolphins right the dolphins like to um kind of close down on uh the passing game and they like to make offenses run the ball more well so that favors Mixon even more i mean look at the the week funnel defense that's the term i'm going for look what look at the week that the the patriots running backs just had on the dolphins uh sunny michelle 112 yards and and james white went over 100 with a couple scores too yeah plus i'm sure xavian howard is going to be uh shadowing aj green for most that game so even another reason maybe look at uh tyler boyd and uh, Joe Mixon to get involved. So, um, Zeke Elliott. Uh, there's you know some news out there about the ankle knee injuries. He is gonna play. Uh, he said he's good to go, which obviously all players say they're good to go. But that's what Dalvin Cook said as well, uh, like yeah. two weeks ago. Um, but I mean, if Elliott's active, and you know, of course, barring any setback, y- you have to start him. He's currently the I believe number three rusher for the season well he's one in rushing uh number three running back in fantasy right now no one's touching alvin kamara at one but he's as far as rushing goes zeke's killing it yeah absolutely going over to uh, the atlanta falcons Devonte freeman is supposed to come back this week but he has a tough matchup against the pittsburgh steelers do you think it's that tough though against the run yeah against if for for passing like i think matt ryan's gonna have a field day right i think matt ryan's gonna go ham i do think and that's what is nice about devonta freeman is he is so versatile out of the backfield i think he's gonna have i think he'll have a decent a decent game it's hard too plus you're, i mean he's always uh sh- sharing the backfield with tevin coleman right so a, a bad matchup plus tevin coleman behind you i just don't think he's gonna get the opportunity that he needs 
sure. this week. Yeah. So he is back, which is good news for owners. But he's also in a tough spot. So good news, bad news. Here's an injury that absolutely doesn't matter. John Ross with a groin injury. What? Why no. does? Oh, John Ross. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of John Brown. I was <laughs> no. like, what? That's a big injury. No, no one's no one's starting. John Brown's John doing great. Oh, John Brown's killing it. It was it was very. Mm, I think it was just very fitting that John Ross pulled or had some sort of a groin issue on the same play that he scored on like a long touchdown pass because that's kind of what John John Ross. That's what John Ross is. You're right. Injured but amazing potential. Yeah. He's always, you know, there's always a chance he catches. I mean, there's a good chance he catches one pass, but takes it 60 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Tyler Boyd's the guy that you want. Speaking of Tyler Boyd, uh, interesting stat. Through four weeks, Tyler Boyd leads A.J. Green in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. Wow. Mm -hmm. Dang. Plus, like we said, Xavier Howard's going to be shadowing him from Miami. So fire yeah. up Boyd. This could be a good good week for Boyd. I think it's a better week for Mixon, but that's just me. I do too. Cool. Uh, any other injuries you want to touch on? Uh, you said a Zeke quote, good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his quote was, I'm good. <laughs> so I did a, uh, you know... Um, expand upon that a little bit oh okay some journalistic liberty there (laughs) uh coming back from suspensions mark ingram yeah good buy low candidate right now yes i i wanted to get your take on what do you think the new orleans backfield is going to look like i think it's going to be the same as last year when they were when they were both playing towards the end of the season though yeah when they were, I mean, they were mixing in in both of them. Yeah, I feel like they would still stick to that same game plan that they had, where they had the production and the opportunity where Ingram and Kamara were both good starts. Yeah, so um, definitely just as long as they don't have Taysom Hill in there, yeah. just get, get him out. Yeah, it's just, it's cra- that I mean, just that just confuses. Not me. only did he play for BYU, which is just the worst, <laughs> but stop it. Don't take Drew Brees out for anything. Yeah. Unless injury, of course. Another guy coming back from a suspension, Julian Julian Edelman. Edelman. Yeah, I think this is going to be really beneficial to Gronkowski. Uh, I think this is a death sentence for Chris Hogan. Um, If you hadn't, you know, if if you didn't take our advice, I I believe it was last episode, maybe the episode before, get rid of Hogan. Chris Hogan, yeah, he's pretty much droppable at this point. Uh, he is uh, free agent in two of the three leagues I'm in. So, yeah, it's, it seems like uh, enough people have caught on. But don't bother. You know, if you're one of those, it's like, oh, Chris Hogan, you see the name. It, it, he's been terrible this year. And he had the one game with two touchdowns, yeah. but outside of that. Well, and then even that yeah. game, those two touchdowns made what was a mediocre performance, you know, into something greater and Edelman might get a boost because Gronk is questionable for Thursday and we know that Josh Gordon isn't 100% yet with that hamstring right so definitely good value there especially um, I need to look it up real quick but right now the Patriots are implied for over 31 points so somebody's gonna score yeah somebody's gonna get their dinner might just be Michelle and James White 
gonna, day. Gonna eat. Yeah. Zeke style. We're yeah. Dude, can I tell you how much that like the, the cereal bowl yeah. thing <laughs> bothers me? I don't me? I don't like it. Just, I don't like it. It's weird. It looks like an Ewok. <laughs> freaky. If you can't tell Chris is a Star Wars fan. Star Wars fan. Was from it was. I'm uh I'm done. Uh oh. I brought it up. I'll Chris just, is triggered. I'll He's just triggered. briefly say the last Jedi is garbage. <laughs> if you don't agree He's triggered. Continue to listen to this podcast, but that's it. That's funny. All right. So those are our injuries. Anyone else that you add on your list? Uh no. Cool. What do you uh what do you want to talk about? Do you want to go bold starts now? Yeah. Bubble. Bubbled. Bubbled. Bubbled starts. Yeah, bold starts. You want to start with kicker? No. Defense? No. I didn't even choose a kicker or defense. But do you think that if we were to pick one, do you think defense would have priority over kicker? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I just wanted to... Get your reaction on I that. I hate kickers. <laughs> They're lousy. Uh, so QB, uh, bold start. I've got two. Okay. Uh, the first one, I'm going to, because I'm calling it bold, I'm going with Ryan Tannehill Ooh. coming off of that zero-point performance last week going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. But the Bengals, uh, their fantasy-adjusted... Uh, points to quarterbacks is the 25th easiest. So they have given up a lot of points to the quarterback position. So if that's not bold enough for you, going with a guy who put up zero points the week before, I don't know what is. Oh, uh, my recommendation is to not start Ryan Tannehill. It's called a bold start <laughs> for a reason. That is bold. Uh, mine, not as bold because, wow, Ryan Tan. I didn't know you were going to go there. Um, Blake Bortles, I think he finishes as a top 10 quarterback this week. That's a much more reasonable start. <laughs> yes, yeah. very much so. Uh, I hope you're not upset with my picks. It, it sounded like you were going to. No, I you're actually. You're diving deep. Well, I actually had Blake Bortles, but okay. then you told me you were doing Blake. Okay. So we, we were kind of discussing a couple players beforehand, so I, I crossed him off my list. Okay, I appreciate that. But yes, he would have been, he would have been my top option. I didn't want to take him from you though. That's you're just such a swell guy. Yeah, I went with Ryan Tannehill instead. Um, uh, I could also throw out Alex Smith as well. He Alex, was my second think, one. Yeah, I think Alex Smith is in a good spot as well. That's a lot more reasonable. So, anyways, Blake Bortles. Sorry to get on that tangent. No, you're fine. Uh, Blake Bortles, obviously going against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have shown to be a very bad defense. Very. Both against the run and the pass. Bold, Just underline, play, italics. Play everybody against the Chiefs, basically, uh, which is great on the other side because you just have Mahomes having to chuck the ball around. So, uh, But, yeah, Blake Bortles, I think he's going to have a, a top 10 week, like I said. Um, fire up your fire up your jacks. I, you know, even Yeldon I, I like this week. Oh, yeah. Who's, oh, I meant to talk about Fournette. We yeah, we yeah Fournette is out for – for week five. Probably sounding like another two, three, f- maybe even four game absence for Fournette, too. Like we said, just get out that concrete, oh, chisel his yep. name in the injury report. Oh, 
always for hamstring. Yep. And then other stuff. Plus, you know, yeah. plus the ankles, etc. I think that's what they should just list them as. It should just be hamstring plus. <laughs> and then, the, and then know, they can just the fill. Plus will, yeah. Yeah, they can just fill the rest in later. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense to me. Uh, so running back. Yes. What do you got for bold starts at, at RB? Do you I'm, want me to go first? Yeah, I'm going to have you go first on this one. Okay. I, I guess it's not that bold um, either, but... Uh, it's bold in that you probably wouldn't start him on a regular basis is kind of what I'm going for yeah. with bold. Yeah, Chris Thompson. Ooh, I like it. I like Chris Thompson this week. Uh, we already touched on Alex Smith, or you did. Um, I think they're in a good spot. Um, I think he's going to have a better week than Adrian Peterson this week uh, against the Saints. I mean, I think Adrian Peterson's going to have a good week as well. But uh, I really like Chris Thompson. Um, New Orleans is super beatable by just about every team. I mean, they're almost as bad as as the Chiefs defensively. So New Orleans is scheduled to put up a lot of points. They're implied for almost 30 points, Yeah, which means the Redskins, the Redskins are going to be, be down. And probably throwing. Yeah. Yep. And which Chris Thompson is the Thompson guy that they throw more. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I follow your logic perfectly there. Especially in a half PPR, PPR league. Oh, definitely PPR. Chris Thompson. Yeah. yeah. I like be, that a don't lot. Don't be scared about that. He's had a couple bad games so far this year, but I, I think this is going to be a, a hit for him. Yeah, so I'm going to go more... I, I like that one a lot. I feel like that was bold. I'm I'm going to go semi semi bold here, kind of sticking with that uh pat pass catching running back. I'm going to go with James White on Thursday night. I feel like he's going to get a fair amount of opportunity. Both him and Michelle should do just fine. But I think he and Michelle both finished in the top 15. That's my prediction. Yeah, but I do like uh White in the passing game. And like we said, the Patriots are implied for over 30 points. So somebody's somebody's going to eat. Somebody's scoring. Absolutely. For sure. And that's, I mean, that's just kind of a, a thing that I've noticed in general a lot this year is if you're in a, a half PPR or a full PPR league, there are a lot of running backs that are getting tons of catches this year. So definitely look for that, not only in like your starting lining back, or starting running back spot, but also in that flex spot. If you can get someone in there that's getting a lot of catches coming out of the backfield, I mean, they have a ton of value this year, something that we haven't seen as much in 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 previous seasons. Well, and the league especially, I mean, it's it's been trending like this you know, for over a decade now, but especially this year with the rules changes and everything, yep. quarterbacks are annihilating the record books. Yeah, it's, numbers are through yeah, the roof. It's crazy. Like, points per game, and these, basically everything yeah, is these, on the up. These pass-catching running backs are uh, probably the biggest beneficiary of it. So Yeah, I agree. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, I also want to throw out this one is oh. kind of obvious, and we already mentioned him, Hines for the Indianapolis for sure. Colts with all those injuries that we talked about. Yeah. So with the, with the hockey substitution that's coming in. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he's gonna get a lot of work. Yeah. All right. Now I'm good. Wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Jamison Crowder. Okay. For the Washington Redskins. I like it. I like the spot that Alex Smith is in, and I feel like they're gonna be throwing a lot. They're probably gonna be down to the Saints, so I feel like Jamison Crowder is a good deep threat, and he can always go off for a long touchdown. So he's my my bold start at wide receiver. Okay. 
Mine is Marvin Jones going against the Packers. Nice. Uh, over the past two years, um, Marvin Jones has killed it against Green Bay. Um, through four, the last four games against the Packers, he has an average of 19.2 standard fantasy points. Uh, 32 of those, you know, 32 is as high and, and eight, just under eight being the low. Wow. 19 in standard scoring too. Yeah. Wow. That's a uh, ton. He's totaled 22 catches for 470 yards and five touchdowns through those four games. Um, I really like him in yeah. this spot. I, I'm going to go out on, on a limb here and say that, that for the rest of the season, Marvin Jones is the top scoring Lions receiver. All right, we're going bold, baby. Yeah, that's that's a bold. Yeah. Bo- that's not just a bold start. That's a that's a bold season. That's right a there. bold that's statement. A bold yeah. How many words can we throw out that have BS in them? Uh, bold season. Bold statement. Bold sandwich. <laughs> bold screwdriver. Uh, Do these need to be just football terms? Uh, I mean, that's kind of what I was going for, but we don't we don't have bold to go there. Bold sphincter cannon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I'm gonna go with those terms that I'd never thought I'd hear on this podcast. Yeah, and I'm sorry. That's our, that's fine with me. That, I love it. That's bad. And go with back to just to throw it out again. A name I never thought I'd say on this podcast with Valdez Scantling, wide receiver for the Is Green that Bay your, Packers. That's your that's your bold start. Well, Crowder Crowder was my bold start, okay. but that's I'm, like I'm also extra, gonna throw that out there. A freebie. Yeah, I went the there because I thought it would be like a smooth transition from mm-hmm. words I never thought I'd hear yep. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I I just want to say, in addition to all that stuff I already said about Marvin Jones, I know people are down on him a little bit because of the Kenny Galladay thing. Uh, he's f- like literal fingertips away from two, three extra touchdowns. Uh, on the season so far, they're gonna start hitting on these. Stafford and and Marvin Jones always seem to go through this year after year, where they, there's uh, a little bit of a concern about Marvin Jones's involvement or or target shares, and you know back half of the season, they always light it up, and and he's in you know close to top ten, if not top ten, you know rest of season, every single year it seems. That's right. Time after time. Fire up that Cindy, Cindy Lauper song. Yuck. <laughs> that was uh, my junior prom theme. You had you had proms in middle school? We didn't have that. No, 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 no. no. Junior prom, like junior oh, year prom. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do they have dances in middle school? I'm sure they do. Uh, they have like, I think back in my day, I'm, I'm old. They called them stomps. Oh, okay. They were like themed. Like yeah, we yeah, had yeah. like an '80s stomp and like a, uh, you know, throwback to the '90s stomp. Um, it, yeah, it was weird. And you had like, let's not get into it. But yeah, junior highs have dances. Okay. Did yours not? Uh, I mean, I don't remember any. Oh, did you not get asked? I mean, that's probably <laughs> what happened, and I've just totally blocked it out. <laughs> We didn't have any. I promise. I swear. That's right. You won in the end, man. <laughs> you got a, you got a wife. You're set. That's right. You're good. Wife and golden retriever. That's a lethal combo. I, I have gold in you my do. life. See, in everyone, the form of a golden you retriever. You can always find gold in your life, people. You just, you know, you have to change the definition a little bit. It might not be actual gold, but gold, you know, can be taken many ways. 
See, we're spitting life advice here, Banky. Dude, this is this is deep. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to kicker? Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> no. As in tight end. Uh, I as you listeners know, I hate kickers. They're removed in my keeper league because they're terrible. They shouldn't even be playing the real game of football. Kickers have been removed on DraftKings and FanDuel. So if you've got money on the line in daily fantasy sports, you don't have to worry about kickers. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. People realize how much I of a crap shoot it was. I think there's plenty of NFL head coaches that would like to not have to rely on kickers. Oh, I'm pretty sure all of them fit in that category. Yep. Oh. It's part of the so, game. So, uh, tight end then. Yeah. I'm digging deep in the well on this one. Okay, what is it? I am going with Rhett Ellison. Rhett Ellison. Tight end for the New York Giants. They are going up against wow. the Carolina Panthers this week. And the Panthers funnel passes to the tight end position. Okay. So, I like Ellison this week okay. as, as a deep sleeper. He's my bold start. You got to be... I mean... the. Once again, people, this is that's like desperation times. This is like deep streaming For, option. Yeah, but when he scores on Sunday, I'll shoot you that text. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know if it's deeper, but it's deep. Uh, Nick Vanette, Ooh, Van, Vanette, how do, uh, that's probably how you say it. Uh, Seattle, the Seattle tight end um, with Disley out. Will Disley um, being out of out this week? Uh, I mean Jimmy Graham. I believe le- last year when he was on the Seahawks, he he was top three. I want to say in red zone target percentage at the tight end spot. Uh, Russell Wilson loves himself some, you know, big tight ends there down towards the end zone. And while it's been increasingly difficult for for Seattle to get down there, um, I I think. Vennett has a, a decent shot at, at, you know, returning some value for you. I like it. If you're desperate. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're kind of cheating a little bit here, not going super deep, Eric Ebron is still a good start. Jack Doyle is still for out. Sure. Um, you've also got Ricky Seals-Jones going up against San Francisco, who a- allows a lot of points to the, to the tight end position. So there, there are options. I just felt like being bold today. Yeah. We've said lots of bold things today, I feel like. Perfect. That's the that's the point of the segment. Um, I wanted to get into some other noteworthy stats. I showed you that the one with uh Tyler Boyd leading AJ Green. Yeah, that's surprising to say the least. Um Michael Thomas has caught forty two out of forty four targets so far this season. My word. That is I that's got to be like a record. I I I don't think he can keep this up. I mean, maybe he can. The way that the breeze is throwing, it it's been a lot of short passes this season. Um, holy cow, though. Nine. I mean, that's like ninety five percent. If my math's, I'm straight guessing. I got to look this up now. But that's. I mean, he's he's incredible. He's the number one wide receiver, uh, in all. You know, league scoring so far. My boy Adam Thielen's number two. Just want to toot that horn. I love me some Adam Th- Adam Thielen. Yeah, you love him enough to trade him to me in our league. I, you know what? I needed running back help, and I love <laughs> Dalvin Cook. I, I usually I, I don't talk about like personal leagues and stuff. I just had to throw that out there because you teed it up perfectly for me. It was just right there, and I had, 
Is you're a bully? I because <laughs> I had to hit it. Um, should we do a quick Urban Dictionary term? Let's do it. We could even do a couple if you want. Perfect. I have one. Okay. <laughs> Let's. We can just do one then. All right. Perfect. Let's hear it. The term. I feel like you're gonna get this one. You're good at guessing these in general, but this one I feel like you can get. But I haven't gotten any of them correct so far. I mean, they've all been like pretty close. Good definitions, but on you know on my part. But all right, let me put on my my glasses here. Get on my best spelling bee impression. The word is textrovert. 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 One word. Um. Is that somebody that, like an extrovert? Is is it is it like an extrovert but via text? Yep. Okay. So the definition is one who feels an increased sense of bravery over texting, as opposed to in person. Okay. So I mean, it's kind of that same mentality that people can get away with whatever they want over the, like a like a computer like the and key, Twitter the, the and keyboard muscles. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you can flex okay on on the on the keyboard and the screen, but in real life you would never do or say something like that. So, the example is ah, he's such a textrovert. We didn't make any progress until I went home and he spilled his guts over text. Textrovert. Okay. Are you a textrovert? Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm an introvert, so maybe that makes me a textrovert. I feel like I'm more bold in person. Uh, I don't know. Like about me? No, I was sorry. Oh, about in regards I'm to yourself. I'm fixated on myself right sure, now. Sure, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, you tell it like it is in person. I, I do. You're not a you're not a textrovert by any means. No. If anything, I'm more. I think I'm more reserved. I'm like a. How would you even say? It? Uh, a tintrovert. A tixtrovert. <laughs> a tix, a <laughs> yeah, that's. They need to come up with a word for that too. Okay, I did find another one on here. Okay, what is would it? You, would you like the second word? Let's. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, you're gonna have to listen carefully to this. The term is narcissistic. Narcissistic. Yeah. Narcissistic. So it's kind of, you can almost break it into two words. Narcissistic. 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 Uh, yeah, narcissistic. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that's coming to mind would be like a narcissistic stick. But th- Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it? Yeah. So what, what would be like a narcissistic stick? that someone might use uh i don't know what let, you tell me it's another term for a selfie stick ah uh, okay see i don't ever use selfie sticks so that that didn't even come into my brain yeah but, but that makes total sense i thought it was really clever it's a narcissistic yeah for sure it's also hard to say i didn't really realize it until i actually said it out yeah. loud your brain just wants to automatically go to narcissistic yeah so in like a sentence, that. it says, it seems like everyone these days has a narcissistic to take a selfie. Um, yes. And I hate it. <laughs> and I want every, everybody to stop. 
Um, that was Urban Dictionary, <laughs> brought to you by unknown sponsors. Capri Sun, have they got on board yet? Uh, I still haven't gotten that email. What were some other ones that we put out there? We put out a solid like 10 of Sunny them. Sunny Delight was a possibility. I had chocolate milk. Right. Because I can't read ads. So. In, in And chocolate milk does a good job of making their ads confusing for people who can't read well. <laughs> it's like a Zoolander thing for people who can't read good. And want to learn how to do other things good too, right? Isn't yeah. Yeah. Wait, the it's file like is that. in the computer, <laughs> then they and then beat, they just beat it with, their hand, on with it, the yeah. bat. And then they start making like monkey noises, right? Yeah, that movie is. I feel like that's weird. under. That's an underrated movie. Did you ever see Zoolander Two? I never did. No, okay. I I couldn't. I mean, you can't. I didn't want it to ruin the the majesty of the first one. Yeah, like on a previous episode, we talked about the beauty of Wedding Crashers. There's no. I'm sure they made like a Wedding Crashers Two. Like is is that a thing? No, really? Uh, they haven't tried it. No, I don't think so. Is there talks to? I'm looking this know. up, peeps. Wedding Crashers two. I hope not. That would just be terrible. Th- then it becomes like the. See, I think they should have stopped uh, with Hangover. Okay, so this this is from Variety. This says Wedding Crashers two, movie in the works at New Line. That's from November 21st, 2016 though, bro. Yeah, so maybe it's just not happening. That's uh, a yeah. good thing. I uh, encourage them not to no, do it. No, they shouldn't do it. There's no way they That's could. That's a pure money-making thing when you make a good movie and then you just make a horrible sequel. Like hangover you said with two. The Hangover, yeah, and, hangover and 3. three. Yep. It's the same movie every single time. Yeah, just just in different settings. George Costanza, it just leave at a high note. You hit a high note, you say something funny, Walk out that door Bounce. and you're gone. Yeah, you leave on that high. Especially note. when it's a movie like that. Uh, I mean, I put like super bad um, oh. Napoleon Dynamite, like <laughs> those kinds of movies that just erupt because they're so fantastic. Just it, it should just be a one hit. That's it. One hit wonder and then bounce. Yeah, I love it. You want to talk about anything else fantasy football related? Um. Oh, I just want to point out some uh, some good matchups on paper. Let's go over some fire matchups, yeah. Okay, so these are games that have a over, under, above 50. So the first one is the Thursday night game, the Colts at the Patriots. And the, ol- the only reason that's above 50 is because of the Patriots. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the Colts. Absolutely not. The next one... It's got to be Falcons-Steelers, right? Oh, I'm getting there. It's going to be a shootout. I'm getting there. <laughs> so we got the Packers at the Lions. That one's at 51 points for the over-under. Falcons-Steelers. You want to take a shot at what you think the over-under is on this one? 57. Dang, 57 and a really? half currently. Nice. Yeah, it started I at... I promise fi- I'm, I'm not looking that up. It started at 56 and a half, and it's gone up to 57 and a half. I think there's a chance they go over. That's the highest over-under on the year. Yeah. Crazy. I think they could go over, though. Shootout. Uh, Raiders at Chargers, 53 and a half. Okay. So that bull... Uh, that's that's good for the Chargers because they're favored for or they're implied for almost thirty points. And the final one, which we talked about as a potential passing shootout, Redskins at Saints Monday night, fifty-two and a half. So if you've got players for those teams, uh, definitely look at them because they're, I mean, 
you target games that are supposed to have right. high uh, over-unders. Two, two other teams I really like this week, just based on their opponent, the Jacksonville Jags and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, obviously, the Jags playing the Chiefs. We touched on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans are going going against the Bills. The Bills are terrible. You want to take a shot at the over-under in that game? Kind of uh, going on the opposite end. Titans-Bills? Yeah. Is it a pretty low over-under? Yeah. Is it... Is it uh, 28. As we can tell, Chris doesn't bet a whole lot. What is it? But that's okay. It is 39. That is the lowest. <laughs> oh, that that, I don't even think about it. I'm, yeah, You combine the two scores. That's like 14-14. Like I could see, yeah. I, I, I think the Titans are going to score well over 14, so I, I should have raise that up that's all right so i think yeah. the bills could really be zero though and it, it could be 28 <laughs> zero so the titans are, i think that i love the titans defense i think they're yeah legit. i could see that like 21 to 3 or something yeah yeah that sounds reasonable uh so yeah 39 that's the lowest okay for week five what are the titans projected to score there 21 and a half okay bills 18 yeah i don't know i'm i'm thinking my 28 might be more here we go. Might be more accurate. Let's hit that under, baby. Should I? Should we put a a bet against the NFL or or against Vegas? Sure. Let's not do that. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to do that. Isn't that just broken. what placing a bet yeah, is? Exactly. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I don't want to do it because I'm a chicken. Yeah, that's all right. We're we're good. Cool. Great episode. I loved it. Have you ever gambled, by the way? Yeah, we went to Wendover together. No, no, no. I mean, like, legit gambled, though. Like, you're placing money on, on horses or on games. No, I've never done horses before. I've done games a, a while ago. Ever? Do you ever have, you ever... have you ever done any, like, serious... Mo- have you ever put any serious money down? No. Mm-mm. The most I ever I don't. Did. I don't know when... I don't know enough to feel comfortable to, to do that. Do you remember my uh, my bachelor party? Uh, I remember you playing roulette threw, at the very threw end. Threw down that hundo chip and <laughs> uh, didn't win. Yeah, that was nice. Good party. Then Kaylee asked me how I did when I walked in the door, and I was like, um, good. I, I, All right. I lost a little bit. I, that's to be expected. It's gambling. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That was rough. Okay. That's why it's gambling. Uh, let's do a rundown our, of our our social media and everything. Uh, again, Twitter and Instagram at BS fantasy FB. Uh, shoot us your emails, BS fantasy FB at gmail.com and check out our website, BS fantasy.com. Got and anything else? Leave us a five star review and we will read it on air. Give yeah. you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. Thank you today. I am Twinkies for your shout out. <laughs> I really want to know who that is. <laughs> That's good. I like that handle a lot. All right. We are BS fantasy football. We make fantasy football more swallowable.